Hello and welcome to your Bayern Munich post-match report. I am Jake Fenner. Uh, first of all, before I guess we get into this, I want to apologize, first of all, for not uh, putting out a podcast episode uh, after, like a full episode after the Mainz game and not a Dare Ausblick beforehand. We were all planning on doing a recording session on Wednesday, but... Um, after the events that happened in Washington, D.C., none of us were really feeling up to it. And then from that point on, it was a matter of scheduling conflicts. So we are going to make a concerted effort to try to put out a full episode next week and a Darrow Splick and post-match reports and all of that. So all of that being said, I am coming to you literally seconds after Bayern Munich lost their second match of this 2020-2021 Bundesliga season to Borussia Mönchengladbach. The game was played at Borussia Park. Uh, Mönchengladbach trotted out a roster of uh, Jan Sommer, uh, Matthias Ginter, Dan Zakaria, Elvedi, uh, Leiner, Kramer, Hoffmann, Neuhaus, and Ben Sabaini. And then a front two of Embolo and Stindl. And then Bayern rolled with a lineup of Neuer, Alfonso Davies on the left, Alaba and Zula in the center, Benjamin Pavard on the right, uh, Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka in the midfield pivot, with Zane, Müller, and Douglas Costa in the midfield, and Lewandowski up top. Notable absence for this match. Uh, for Mönchengladbach, they did not have either Alessandre Plea or Marcus Turam, and Bayern did not have Serge Gnabry. So, in that regard, Bayern didn't have their full roster, uh, Mönchengladbach didn't have their full roster, necessarily, and yet, uh, Mönchengladbach walked away with a 3-2 win. Here's how everything went out. Bayern scored the first two goals of the game. First goal came in the 21st minute after a penalty. Uh, Florian Neuhaus kind of like had his arm out and then he reflexively lunged for the ball with his hand and brushed it with his hand in the box. Uh, I saw like one or two people on uh, social media saying that that was soft, but... I mean, if he touches his if he touches his hand to the ball in the box, it's a penalty. I don't think there's many people, unless his arm was, like, tucked into his body, which it absolutely wasn't, uh, it would have been called a penalty regardless. So there's a penalty, uh, and Lewandowski stepped up and took it and made it 1-0. Uh, in the 27th minute, just six minutes later, uh, Leroy Zane found uh, Leon Goretzka at the top of the box. Goretzka launched this one and buried it past Jan Zomer to make it 2-0. Credit Zane with that assist. Uh, in the 35th minute, we get our first mention Gladbach goal. A great Stindl through ball to uh, Jonas Hoffmann. Hoffmann kind of tucks it in underneath Manuel Neuer's lunging body with one touch to make it 2-1. And then just on the stroke of halftime, Hoffmann does it again. He perfectly times a run after another through ball from Stindl. He buries it past Manuel Neuer, makes it 2-2 at the half. Four minutes after the restart of the next half, uh, Florian Neuhaus scores, and that's all I'm going to say right now because I'm going to get further into it uh, in a bit. Um, 
and that's really where the game ended. Uh, Coman was brought on for Costa. We had yellow cards distributed to Matias Ginter and Nicolas Sula. Uh, Patrick Hermann came on on the 74th. Or uh, four substitutions made by Munchen Gladbach, only one from Bayern Munich. And granted, uh, the bench was not the greatest <laughs> bench that Bayern had on hand. So I don't know whether or not uh, anybody else in that position would have been better, right? So Chupa Moting, excuse me, Hernandez, Mark Rocca, Jamal Musiala, nobody there really stands out as a dynamo attacking player. So I kind of get it, but at the same time, I I don't know. Um, I'm going to make two points, really. These are my two biggest takeaways, and then that's really going to be it uh, for this episode because we want to try and keep it under 10 minutes. Um, the first thing that I am going to uh, break down is that third goal from Mönchengladbach. Uh, someone plays, I don't know who, it's probably Bonsabaini, plays this great ball down the left wing and finds Jonas Hoffmann. And there are about, like, two defenders really down there on him. Everyone else arrives late. If you look back and watch the goal, there's almost a little help from the midfield. No one from the midfield rushes back to come and help on defense. And even more so, the defense is so incredibly out of position and outnumbered. Um, Alaba, from his position of left center back, has moved all the way to the right wing to try and double-team Hermann with Pavar, who was not good today at all. Uh, I really think the best defender might have been, I don't know, Davies, but that's mostly because they didn't attack the left wing that much, or, or Davies' side that much, at least. Um, so Alaba, from his position of left center back, goes over to double-team Neuhaus with Pavar. Sula, seeing this, does not go and take Alaba's place at left center back. So Neuhaus slides a ball, or sorry, Hoffman slides a ball across to Neuhaus, and Alfonso Davies is left on an island. Uh, because Dennis Zakaria is to his left, uh, and Neuhaus is to Fonzie's front and right with the ball. Alaba should be there to help him, but he isn't. If Fonzie commits too far to Neuhaus, Zakaria gets the ball easily. If he commits too much to Zakaria, Neuhaus has an open shot, uh, and that's basically what he had. Fonzie was basically standing in the middle trying to jockey the two of them, and Alaba just notices this way too late. He rushes over, not in time at all. He barely puts any pressure on Neuhaus. Neuhaus buries it top right corner, and that's the way the game ended, at least from a scoreline perspective. 
3-2. Not the greatest result at all from a Bayern Munich standpoint. Or is it? Allow me to make my final point. This game, this result, was a long time coming. Hansi has looked at this team. He's seen that there have been a lot of defensive problems, and I think they've been apparent to a lot of people, at least at least from my perspective. The last five games for Bayern have all been wins, but they all benefit from any criticism thanks to late goals. This Mainz game. Bayern did not do well defensively at all in the first half. And that's something I could say for every game before this one. This game was a weird one. It almost did the inverse where the four games previous, Bayern was bad for the first 30 minutes and they would give up a goal. And then they'd flip a switch for the next 60 minutes. Like, going into halftime, they would pick themselves up, they'd get going, and then they'd come out in the second half with a fantastic performance. In this one, they were good for the first 30 minutes, and then they just shut down for the remaining 60. Sure, they kept poking and prodding the ball, they kept trying to get chances, but there was no chance that really, like, made Jan Zomer sweat. Right, like Byron whipped in a couple of crosses. None of them really looked promising. Uh, a couple at the end looked interesting. Uh, Thomas Müller almost had a chance to score a goal in the box, just normally kicking one in, and then he had a header that he didn't really get that much under. Uh, in almost stoppage time, or actually stoppage time, I think Nicolas Zula had a great chance, but it was cleared off the line by Matthias Ginter, who was their best defensive player today by a long shot. And that's really how the rest of the half played. And I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it happened this earlier, this early in the season. I'm glad it happened in the middle of a transfer window because I don't think any Bayern fan could say with confidence over the last five games that the team has been good defensively. I, I, I couldn't say they were good. And I'm purposely using good. Not great, not excellent. They might not have been a good defensive unit, right? For me, a step below good is decent. They were decent most of the time this game. And for, like, the times they gave up goals, they were poor. There was no communication on the back line. People were just leaving gaps wide open. And so now you just sit there and ask yourself what what can this team do <laughs> what can this team do going into the rest of January what can they do going beyond throughout the rest of the season and I honestly don't know Byron hasn't been linked to any good enough defenders and I stress good enough because Apparently, we're about to sign a left back from Reading in the English Championship, who's 22 years old on a free transfer in the summer. Uh, so that doesn't even mean he's going to be able to help now. Um, we're probably not going to pry anybody away from another Bundesliga club, where whether it's Upamecano, whether it's Konate, whether it's Zakaria, um, 
whether it's somebody from uh, Leverkusen. So we're kind of we're kind of stuck with what we've got, right? And not not stuck meaning like oh god, like I guess these are the only things we have, like in a negative way, but just like that's the reality. Bayern's probably not going to spend that much on like high-rated world-class players now to bring them in. So what we have is what we have. We have Boa, we have Hernandez, we have Zula, we have Alaba. And I have not seen a consistent performance from any of them. Over the last, I would I would stretch it out to like the last seven or the last ten games. I have not seen a good enough of a consistent performance from any of them, and that's frustrating. Considering we are the reigning European champions and the reigning German champions, we should not be settling. Um, the one place that I know Bayern needs to touch on in the summer is right back because I I was like very low on Benjamin Pavard at right back going into this season. I thought he was good towards the end of the Champions League season, but the last 10 performances have told me that he's not good at right back. And I think he's done at that position. And I'm apparently not the only one because Hansi Flick has made a point in a couple of the last few Bundesliga games to play Nicolas Zula at right back and give Zula more freedoms to push up the pitch and try and attack like a wingback would do. So, I I guess I'm not the only one. I don't know what it is about Pavard. He's slow. He's not that great in terms of pressing people defensively on that wing. And he just gets rinsed. He gets rinsed all the time, and he doesn't provide that much backline help. I think he's done. Um, and I guess it's just a matter of who Bayern can look to bring in unless Chris Richards is doing so well enough in Bayern two to bring him up in that case, bring him up immediately, get him in the starting lineup immediately, get somebody new there that can press up the pitch and that can run back because I know Sula can't really run back. Um, but to wrap it up, I'm glad these defensive issues happened now because they've been happening for a while. They got covered up by late goals. And now there is nothing that Hansi and the board can do other than look at this problem that they've obviously had and try to solve it. Because it was just a matter of time before this game happened. And my only hope is that they're able to pick themselves up, dust themselves off, and get ready for an English week ahead of us. Uh, they have a game in the Pokal against Holstein Kiel, and then they have a game on Sunday against Freiburg. So, you got you got to figure it out. You got 
got to get it done. Our next Champions League game is not until the end of February. You have eight matches between now and then. Figure it out. You've got plenty of time to figure it out. You're not playing the best teams, right? It's Freiburg, then Augsburg, and then you start back on the Rückrunde. So it's Schalke, Hoffenheim, Hertha, Arminia Bielefeld, and Eintracht Frankfurt before you play Lazio. So figure it out and figure it out soon. You've got enough time on your hands. Bring somebody in if you have to, but improve. You've got the money. You've got the time. Just get it done. Do it now. Get it done. Figure it out. Let's pick ourselves up and move on from this. So with that, we're going to end it here. Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to like, rate, share, subscribe, and download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get quality audio content. Follow us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks. Follow me on Twitter at JeffersonFenner. And until next time, where either we put out a full episode or we do a Dare Ausblick before Holstein Kiel and the Pokal, we will see you all later. Have a good weekend. Auf Wiedersehen.